Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. This is the you have hide behind office and job and just always get yourself busy, busy body without any productivity. It is sad that you are a very successful manager but a bad husband. It is sad. Now, what is happening in the world now shows you how God values the family. Hmm? All those who are pretending they don't have time for their family, now God is forcing them to stay at home. Stay. Don't move. Stay. There are people when they are traveling, their wives are happy. There are people when they are traveling, their wives cry. If you are traveling, your wife asks you, when we look at me, say, next week, and say, when they won't check around, it means that you are a bad husband. No. If you are traveling, you ask your wife, when we like her, and your wife say, what? You say, one week. You say, one week is too long. You say, well, honey, one week is not too long. And they start crying. It means that there is a certain bond. There's a certain addiction. That is why your sexual life is bad. It's bad. Your matrimonial homosexual life is bad. Because let me tell you something. Sex, eh? It is like the water that binds the cement and the sand. That is what makes it become solid. So if you don't have a good sexual life, you are irresponsible. Why should your wife beg you for sex? You are irresponsible. Don't hide behind tongues. Go respect the family than church. That is why when you stop her from coming to church, he said we should stay at home. You see, in Trefi. No. Because in the Garden of Eden, God didn't start a church, he started a family. So he's taking us back to the garden. If you have not been bonded with your wife, if you are irresponsible, this time it will show. You wake up and be walking in the corridor and you'll be feeling hot, even though it's cold, and you are just walking around. I pray for the grace of responsibility over your life. I don't know how to stay here for too long. Be responsible. Young girl, be responsible. Don't just be giving your body to men. How many men will sleep with you before you marry? You see the way you are afraid? You see the way you are afraid? If you are coming from a hotel with somebody's husband, who would you be afraid of corona? You will be afraid of coronavirus. The people that are working in righteousness and they are working in holiness and they are consecrated and sanctified, not that they don't know coronavirus is there, but they are not afraid. Because righteousness has power to build inner tenacity in the inside of you. Faith is responsible. Faith is what? Oh, they are not even responding here. Hallelujah. And it leads you to another point I can say that faith is foundational. It's foundational. Faith is foundational. I just picked this one. Faith is foundational. Now, the reason is that if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? Now, the whole thing about the Christian journey is called the faith. So sometimes those days, now we don't use some terms, but sometimes those days in the fellowship, people ask you, are you still in the faith? Are you still in the faith? That was the term we were using. How many of you remember that one? Are you still in the faith? Are you still in the faith? Are you still in the faith? So this whole thing, crossing over from darkness to light, you enter the faith family. Naturally, you are in the faith family. Now, so this whole thing about Christian journey, the foundation is faith. Where do you become born again? You are saved by grace through what? And so it's faith that brings you to the kingdom. If you believe that Jesus Christ died, and you believe that he was buried, and believe that he rose on the third day, the Bible says you are saved. And confess him as your Lord and personal Savior. So faith is foundational. It is a foundation for our Christian life. And listen, 
That is why the Bible says, he has dealt with every man a measure of faith. So when you come to the kingdom, God gives you a little faith. But that faith must grow. I said that faith must what? Grow. You can be a pastor, you are not growing your faith. You can be a pastor, so you are not growing your faith. Faith must grow. How do I know that? Jesus asked them, why is it that you have no faith? Sometimes I ask them, where is your faith? Now, anytime you see Jesus ask them, where is your faith? It means that the faith is there, but they are not using it. When Jesus Christ, when they wake him up from the boat, he turned and rebuked the storm. And asked them, that, where is your faith? It means that Jesus was trying to say that. This time, it's not that you don't have faith. You have the faith, but you are not using it. Because what you saw me do, you should have done it before I come. They should have rebuked the storm before Jesus came back and said, what happened? They said, oh, there was a storm, but we have silenced it. So the moment Jesus rebuked the storm, he asked them, where is your faith? Because there are times, he tell them, you of little faith. At that time, their faith is little. Sometimes he asked them, where is your faith? But this time he said, when he said, where is your faith? It means that you have the faith, but you are not using it. That is unfortunate thing about our generation. Many people have heard the faith message. They have the faith all right, but they are not using it. Now let me tell you something. There is another message that I have not preached. There are even people I'm noticing in the kingdom, God told me. They have the giving faith, but they don't have the receiving faith. You can be giving and giving and giving, but still, you are not. That is why, even though you pay your tithe, you give offering. But when there is any financial crisis, then you are going to borrow. It means that you cannot trust God for God to send a divine helper to come and give you the money. Faith is foundational. Faith is what? Foundational. If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? So if your faith foundation is destroyed, you are going nowhere. It is faith that will add color to your Christian life. It makes the impossible possible. It brings you from sickness to divine health. It brings you from poverty to abundance. It brings you from beggar to be a giver. Oh Jesus, I'm preaching. Faith can bring you from beggar to be a bigger. It has, it, listen, it doesn't matter the background you are born. Your father can be so poor, the poor call them poor. But faith can let you be a celebrated kingdom investor. I was not born in a rich home, but I am not a beggar. Because I've learned to develop my faith. Hallelujah to Jesus. Get another one. Faith is pure. Tell somebody, faith is pure. Oh, I say faith is pure. First Peter chapter 1 verse 7. Faith is pure. Pure faith. Everybody say pure faith. No, some people have diluted their faith too much. Sometimes when we go to the restaurant, we, we say we want pure orange juice. Have you ever asked for those things before? Pure orange juice. You don't want that one that is diluted. Pure. Pure. May your wife be pure. May your husband be pure. May the people in the studio be pure. Purity. Hallelujah. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. <laughs> Let's read verse 6 first before we read verse 7. Are you with me? Yes. So be truly glad there is a wonderful joy ahead. Even though you have, you have to endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold through your faith as far more precious than more gold, mere gold. So you see, oh Jesus Christ. Come back to King James Version and let me show you something. Make sure you have a Bible whenever you are listening to me. The trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold, that perishes. 
though a trial with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at appearing of Jesus. Now listen, the Bible said, precious, huh? your faith be much more precious than what? Of gold. It be much more precious than what? Of gold. The way to keep faith pure is to eliminate opinions of men. Write it down. The way to keep faith pure is to eliminate the opinions of men and place everything in the hands of the Lord. I want to say that again. Everybody say pure faith. The way to keep faith pure is to do what? Eliminate the opinions of men and place everything in the hands of the Lord. So just go ahead and eliminate the opinions of men. Somebody say amen. amen. Eliminated opinions of men. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus Christ. You, Hallelujah. Amen. The opinions of men in our walk with God is too much. In our generation, if unbelievers want to teach us how to walk by faith, it's amazing. It's amazing. You can't sit in a plane and then go to the cockpit and tell the pilot that, give it to me, I want to speed. What do you know about it? Hallelujah. If you cannot teach a pilot to fly, don't teach me how to walk by faith if you are not a faith giant. I will say that again. The way to keep faith pure is to eliminate opinions of what man. Tell somebody, eliminate opinions of men. There is too much opinions of men in your life. People are telling you when to marry. People are telling you when to go for honeymoon. People are telling you the kind of dress to wear in your wedding. People are trying to suggest for you this. They are even telling you when to kiss your wife. Pure faith is when you place everything in the hands of God and eliminate the opinions of men. Absolute dependence of God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to give you another point. Faith is genuine. It's not fake. I say faith is what? Genuine. When you see anybody walking by faith, it's a genuine person. Trust it. Don't just, don't just look at a man with a nice beard. Make sure he's a man of faith. Don't just marry a woman with a nice hair. Make sure he's a woman of faith. There is nothing like walking around and having people hanging around you who are people of faith. They will just encourage you. Faith is what? Genuine. Tell somebody faith is genuine. When you are in Christ, <laughs> he works to confirm us to his image. Jesus Christ is working to confirm us to his image. He said the works I do shall you do also. And greater works. Greater works greater works. The Lord told me something sometime. I think I was praying. He said that. You don't just do the greater works. Do the works I did first. It means that even the work Jesus did, if you, have, if you have the privilege to do that one alone, it's not working four days dead. I will change the name of Water City, Dead Raising International Ministry. I'm telling you. You can imagine at this time. Ay, 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 ay. Can you imagine the ministry of raising the dead? Get to Italy and China. And I mean, all the money will be gathered to you. You just go there, everybody has to wake up. Amen. The works I do shall you do also. And greater works than this shall you do. Develop your faith. Amen. I say grow your faith. Amen. Don't just go to church. Grow your faith. Amen. Now, listen to me. Do you know why I quote you? You can be a pastor, you don't have faith. Do you know that the apostles around Jesus, they didn't know that you can touch Jesus' dress and power will leave Jesus. 
it is only an ordinary bleeding woman whose faith connected her to Jesus' power. When Jesus says somebody has touched me, Peter says everybody is touching you. It is a Peter that Peter doesn't know that revelation. So you can be an apostle and you don't have faith. It's as simple as that. Humble yourself. Look, man of God, it takes faith to build a church auditorium. It takes faith to raise the church. It takes faith not to use the members. It takes faith. If you are living to think that it is the members' money that can survive, you don't have faith. That's what it is. Bottom line. It is not them that call you. It is God that call you. So look to God. It is not the members that call you. It is God that call you. Look to God. No. We have 20,000 in our coffers and we started building a city. Because it was expressive. I was going for law. The Lord told me what I'm going to build. If you go for law, you can sustain it. I said, how do we build? Say, believe me to build. That's all. It started from there. Are you building a company? Believe God to build. Are you building a marriage? Believe God to build. Have you started a small company? Believe God to build. I say, believe God to build. No one believe God and build an ocean land for 100 years. Believe me to build. Abraham has nothing. He said, leave your father and your mother. Go to a land I will show you. And I will bless you. And I will make your name great. By the time between Genesis chapter 12 and 30, Abraham was very rich. Abraham was very rich. If God said, walk and obey him, you will be very rich. He said, I will bless you and I will make your name great. And Abraham was very rich. Just make sure you are working with God. Develop your faith. Build your faith. Don't depend on man. Curse is everyone that trusts in man. Curse is everyone. We are teaching our church and we are telling our sons and daughters, don't sit here and put your trust in your sister in America. He is also surviving. Make sure. That, now listen, we are coming to the place eh? That you will change money and send it to your sisters in America. If you're a daughter of faith, you can do that. If you're a son of faith, you can do that. Because faith is no respecter of geographical location. I'll say that again. Faith is not a respecter of geographical location. So if the principle is by faith, you don't need to be in America to be a millionaire. And when you are in America, you have more advantages. Somebody say, Amen to Jesus. I can't hear you say, Amen to Jesus. Hallelujah. Faith is what? Genuine. Let me give you one more and then close. Amen. Faith is confident. Faith is what? Oh, Faith has the word I. Faith has the word. Everybody say I. I just know it to be true. I know whom I have believed. I. I know whom I have believed. Faith is what? Confident. Cast not therefore your confidence away. It has a great recompense of reward. I am a sotakapaya. Tell somebody, don't cast it away. Don't cast your confidence away. Where? The confidence to marry this year, don't cast it away. The confidence to travel this year, don't cast it away. The, oh, 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 I want to preach to somebody here. I want to preach, I want to preach, I want to preach. I want to preach, I want to preach. It doesn't matter your past. It doesn't matter your past. The confidence to build a church auditorium, man of God, don't cast it away. It doesn't matter how many rich people have left your church. It doesn't matter how many rich people. Now listen, there are some people there, when they leave the church, the church gets better. As long as they are there, if you are with the Lord, God will never speak to you. Well, read the Bible carefully. When Abraham took Lot and Lot for him, God didn't speak to Abraham again. And to the Bible say, in the day Abraham was separated from Lord, God said, now lift up your eyes. 
So when there is a lot in your life, Abraham doesn't speak because you see, the commandment lot was not supposed to be part of it. Leave your father and your mother and your kindly and go to a land I will show you. And Abraham passed through the family house and picked Lot. Prophet Nana Sayopukusakodia will be right back. Man can live without food for 40 days, without sleep for 12 days, without water for 6 days, and without oxygen for 5 minutes. But how long can man live without prayer? God said, my house will be a house of prayer. The World Prayer Center, Potter City, Mutual Pram Pram. And now, back to Prophet Nana Seyopukusakodye. Don't just come and take anybody to abroad without asking God. Eh, and this your sister's, uh, my si- your mother will tell you that my sister's daughter, you have taken a witch. That is the end. One of my daughters in abroad, this is what happened to her. A friend won lottery and called her, I'm coming to abroad, I don't know anybody. He said, come and live with me. She came to live with a friend and he has taken the friend's husband. They have two children. I'm telling life story. See, my daughter in America. He took his wife. The husband drove his wife away and married her girl. So let me tell you, don't pass. Oh, I want to prophesy over your life. Every lot in your life, known and unknown, visible and invisible, may the Lord take them away from your life. If you have a lot in your life, God will never speak to you. So man of God, if anybody left your church, you have not done a person let them go. Let them go. Let them go. I say let them do what? Go. They are part of your history. They are not part of your destination. I will say that again. Some people are part of your history. They are not part of your destination. People will live your life and when they live, let them go. You cannot keep people God want them out of your life. You have too much trouble in your life. I say you cannot keep people going want them out of your life. If you see the people live, let them go. Yes. And put your trust in God. Put your trust in God. Yes. Put your trust in God. Yes. There is nobody on earth that people have not left his life. There is nobody that people have not left his life. When you are going up, some of the people will drop on your way up. I see you going up. And because you are going up, not everybody can go up with you. Now listen to me. If the man has divorced you, he has divorced you. Yes, Put yourself together. Yes, Go and buy new makeups. Yes, buy Mac. Yes, buy Mac 5. 5. And shall we need makeups? Buy some dresses and walk around. Let the man go. Listen, listen. I told one of my daughters. He came to me in Portis crying. He said the husband has said he won't marry her again. And I said now they are divorcing in court. I look at her and say, you are not in control. Because you say, you are not responsible. Listen, I am not responsible for how you love me. It's not in my hand. How people will love you. I remember when I was caught with mommy many years ago. I took her to an old senior man of God's house. When we went there, we sat, we talked, and I asked the man, I said, do you think he loved me? I will never forget what he told me. It will never leave me. That man has gone to be with the Lord. He said, Nana, as I now, he loved now, he loves you, but whether you love you tomorrow, I can't tell. It will never leave me. So sometimes I wake up and say, do you still love me? Because it has been tomorrow. Hallelujah. Now what it is? So, if people, you are not in control. How people should love you? It means that if they, so, I told my daughter. I said, "Listen, it is not the end of your life." I said, "The only thing you do to disappoint me is that 
Your husband see you one year after today and you are looking hazard. You are looking ugly. I say, may he see you one year and regret for leaving you. I'm telling you. The day he came to me, I saw the way you were dressed. I knew that something is not correct. When I finished with her, I didn't pray for her. I just gave her the word of God. He came back after one month. When I saw her makeups, her lipstick, I know that even if you saw her, you propose. I'm telling you. Now, she has changed. Recently, he came to me laughing. I saw somebody came to drop her in a nice Range Rover. And I said, who is this guy? So, uh, he's just a friend. I said, okay. Okay. But here, a bobasro. Banche, a bobasro. Google it. What is the meaning of Bayere Bobasro? Banche Bobasro. When you plant a yam, eh, and the yam start developing, it doesn't go there, it comes up. It was a proverb. I told her. Now, I saw her sitting in the car, the way she was laughing. And the, 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 the thing that made me conclude that when they were leaving me, they didn't know I was watching because the kind of window I have is a mirror. So when I'm in, I see you. It's called I see you, but you don't see me. I was watching them and I saw the guy open the car for the guy to sit down close and I said, Hey! Who just opened door for women like that and be sitting down? May nobody come to see you cry. May nobody see you weeping. Rejoice not over me, my enemy. If I fall, I shall arise. If I sit in that, the Lord shall be alive. May they not see you and laugh, but may they see you and bow down their head in shame. Enough is enough for the cry. Yes. Put yourself together. Dress like a woman. Ah. Hallelujah. Don't sit down and be worried because your husband is disturbing you at home. Mm. Just, just make sure you are attractive. Yes. A woman must be attractive. Mm-hmm. Buy new set of nighties. Mm-hmm. Buy new set of underwears. Buy the ones that the designer is like Ghana map. And some of them like African map. Buy some map. I don't know what it is. That is the way I can say it. I, I can't go into details about Buy it. Buy the one that there is a, it has a Greenwich Meridian line. And then it has some ropes around somewhere. I want to close the blockers. I want to close. But the senior people are not with me. Buy something and wear it and, and be walking in the house. You will confuse him. And look good. Don't, you are not even doing it today. But just, you just want to be yourself. I'm a woman, I'm a lady, and I just want to be a lady. That's all. And walk around. Don't, don't let anybody depress you. Your destiny is not in the hands of your husband. Mm. It's a privilege for him to marry you and become a wife. Don't let him destroy you. Faith is responsible. Faith is confident. Put your confidence in God. God, If God has not forsaken you. Now, the only time you wake up and you think life has ended is when God tells you I have forsaken you. But as long as God is with you, forget about who is leaving you. One person is going, ten men are coming in. Amen. Sure. I love a woman in the Bible. You see, sometimes don't think about people just negatively. There are two women in the Bible that they are, they are life fascinating. I mean, listen. Do you remember the woman with the, Jesus met at the well of Samaritan well? Jesus told her that you have had five husbands. And even the one you have. It is that that woman, he doesn't struggle to get a husband. No? Five. Or is the kind of woman that if you misbehave, he will suck you. Hey. She will sack the man that another one is coming. No. I'm telling you. Do, do you remember Saul's daughter, Michael? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember the price David paid to marry her? Mm-hmm. Saul demanded false kings of the Philistines. And when he asked, David said, I will give double. Yes. If that lady was some quiet, quiet woman, David would not raise his life like that. Double. Mm-hmm. Michael was not a quiet, quiet woman. 
Now do you know later, because of the friction, Saul took the woman and gave her to another man. Go and read your Bible. And when he gave the woman to another man, David later after Saul died, when he became a king, he went back for his wife. She went to the woman and saw her and said, this is a dowry I pay. When he took back the woman, the man was crying after the woman and crying after David. Give me, what is about Micaiah that man cannot live here? Go and learn a lesson. I will give you details when I'm preaching the family life. The woman that Saul took and gave it to another man, David went back for her. Abigail, them were there. All of them were there, but he went back. Micaiah, don't try. He's a, he's a field marshal. Micaiah has black belt in martial arts. I'm telling you, and, and if God, David is a romantic man, he understands the terms. Now, as if that is enough, the man that Saul gave Micaiah to, when, well, listen, the, the man was risking his life. Because for David to come for his wife, you are following David, you can die. David, you almost kill Naba. He can't have it. Nobody else He won't fool. Nobody say I don't have it. He won't take to kill him. So for the for the guy to voice say, please don't take my wife. And he was crying. Hey, I look at the scripture. I say, what is about Micaiah? That man. Can you imagine the president of your country is fighting your husband on you? No, you have some secret. I'll preach it to you. Micaiah. Don't play. I mean, he's a very powerful woman. Very powerful. I'm telling you. Yeah. He is so powerful that God made sure he didn't leave his descendants on earth. It means a certain guy was going out with a lady. I finished preaching holiness. He came to me and said, Daddy, today's message is for me. I am really fornicating. I said, So what are we going to say? But I have stopped. He came back to me and said, Daddy, I I said, be pure again, my chimney. I said, yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, I mean, something is killing the guy. Oh. <laughs> huh. Something is killing the guy. I, I don't know what is killing the guy. Whatever it is, it's killing the guy completely. Anything killing you, I command you to come out of that. Amen. Amen. Out here, faith is confident. Faith is what? Confidence. Faith is what? Confidence. Faith gives confidence in our present moment. Oh, I don't know whether you catch it as. Faith gives confidence in our present moment of the truth of what God has already said concerning our future. Don't forget this statement. I'll say it again. Faith gives confidence in our present moment. Of the truth of what God has already said concerning our future. I want to ask you a question. Has God said something about your future? Let confidence be in operation. Cast not your confidence away. It has a great recompense of reward. Now listen. The fact that you are going through trials does not mean what God has said about your life. God has changed his mind. God, has not, God doesn't change his mind. Hallelujah. Even if you fall, you must be able to rise. I want to give you the last one. Write the last one down. Faith is trustworthy. Faith is what? Oh, everybody say trustworthy. Oh, trustworthy. Trustworthy. Faith is what? Trustworthy. Faith is what? Trustworthy. Faith is what? Trustworthy. 
the ministry of Christ can do through what Jesus did at the cross of Calvary he has paid a precious price on our behalf and by that price we can trust what God has said can you trust God look at someone and say can you trust God I say can you trust God because faith is the key to unlock the prophetic promises of our life this night eh, every prophetic promises of your life it will be unlocked God is going to cause it to come to pass. Say amen. amen. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him inside. Direct your path. I cannot over-preach the word trust. The word trust is having no alternative. The word trust is persuasion. The word trust is fidelity. The word trust is absolute confidence. The word trust is that if God can't do it, I'm not looking anywhere. Trust. Faith is what? Trustworthy. And I will say that again. When God doesn't come at the time you are expecting, move from faith to trust. A lot of people, a lot of people have faith but they don't have trust. And I'm going to show you the difference in one of the brokers. I'm going to show the difference between faith and trust. You can have faith but if you don't develop your faith to the realms of trust, you will have a problem. Because when God doesn't show up at the time you are expecting, when? When God told Abraham, count the stars and count the, 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 the son of the seashore, it's as if Abraham is going to have children every year. God said it and left and came back after 30 years. So if Abraham doesn't move from faith to trust, you will do something you are not supposed to do. So trust means that if he if decides, now listen, listen. They, they asked Abraham, why did you go and kill your child? He said that, I know that even if I kill him, he has power to bring him back to life. That is trust. Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. But if you decide not to do it, we will not bow. That is moving from faith to trust. Look at the statement. Our God, whom we serve, is able to, and he will deliver us. That is a faith confession. But if he decide not to deliver us, we will still not bow. That is trust. It means that we are not serving God on condition of him delivering us. I am not serving God of what I can get. If, if God, one day I told God, if, if you choose not to answer my prayer again, you are still my God. Trust. I said, if you don't give me anything again, I, I, David said, my heart is fixed. Trusting in the Lord. Come to the place. Faith is trustworthy. I said, trust this one. Go. Call it and boom. Make a quote, make a statement. He said, Never be afraid to trust the unknown God. Listen, listen. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. I'll say that again. Never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. It means that you don't know where you are going tomorrow, but God knows there. So somebody asked me, the way you talk, do you know what tomorrow holds? I said, no. I don't need to know what tomorrow holds. I just have to know who holds tomorrow. So, if you know who holds tomorrow, then you can put your trust in that God. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because he holds my future. Lift up your right hand and begin to thank the Lord. Thank him. Thank him. Faith is trust. 
Thank you for joining us on the Portis R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City Mutual Pram Pram Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning, empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. This is the power.